for some of you, you know, uh, last couple of weeks, what I've been going through um, is I lost my father and, uh, and my dad, who is an integral part of, of my life. Um, and so it's been a, a huge blessing and a, a huge light um, just to feel your all's presence and love. And, uh, and I appreciate that. I think it's so important, not because of me, I think it's so important for us to realize the impact that we can have on other people's lives, especially uh, during a time like we're all going through today and everyone has a fight, you know, um, uh, everyone has different things that happen. And uh, I had a lot of learning lessons, a lot of reflection, obviously, over the last two weeks. And some of those things I'm still going through. Um, but I, I think the most important thing is uh, my dad would, would you know, want me to do is, is keep pressing on. Right. Um, and so I just I wanted to, I think, first and foremost, just tell everyone, thank you guys for, um, all the love, all the encouragement, um, and just, you know, sharing with me, uh, from your heart. And I will say this, um, the thing as well as I got a ton of messages that meant the world to me saying, Hey, we're going to step up to a whole nother level. Uh, you know, uh, watch this, watch, 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 watch the smoke we create. And, uh, the last 14 days have been incredible. It was text like that that really encouraged me to say, you know what, it's it's uh, none of us are alone in this journey. And I think that's so important because during this time, a lot of us can maybe feel alone. And I think that, um, you know, it's a great opportunity for all of us to, to remember that uh, there's strength in numbers. And, um, um, you know, I would attribute um, who I am to my upbringing, to my foundation, to my mom, to my dad. And I know that that's an exception to the rule. I know not everyone has that exception of an incredible foundation of, of people pouring into them saying, you know, hey, look, you can do it. You can be anything that you want to be, you know, always dream and you have the support to do it. Um, and it took me a while to learn that that was the exception, not the rule. Um, I've said this on stage a lot. I've, I've shared with many people, you know, a defining moment that I had. I was uh, it's probably 45 to 75 people. If I wanted to exaggerate the story, I would tell you all there was 2,000 people in the audience, but it was um, it was back in the late 90s, like 1997, and I remember getting up in front of an audience in a room and talking about um, success and what it meant to win and what it meant to believe in yourself, and um, I was going through the motions. I didn't realize the power that words can have on people, right, and um and afterwards, uh, someone came up to me and it was a girl and she looked at me and she said, can I talk to you for a minute? And I could tell she was upset. She had tears in her eyes and I kind of felt the heaviness. And so I walked over to the side and she said, I've never had anyone speak to me like that before. And I remember, you know, just thinking, I didn't know, I, I just remember thinking to myself, what is happening? Like, I just felt this huge weight. And I said, well, what do you mean? And she goes, well, you know, I have not been told anything, but I'd never amount to anything my whole life. You know, I never had any support. You know, I had uh, my dad that was a raging alcoholic and my mom uh, that was the same way. And, and all they did was, was, you know, uh, diminish her. And I remember that night I was supposed to go out and instead of going out, I just went to my room because I felt that bad. And that was a defining moment to realize that we have the ability to do so much more than just make money. And, um, you know, that came from, uh, you know, really a foundation that I think that all of us right now at this time in life and this time in the world, we're the exceptions to the rule, right? The average person in the world makes less than $2 a day. 
And, you know, I, I said this to someone earlier tonight. I was uh, today, I was just talking about kind of my dad's experience growing up. And, you know, when he grew up, he didn't have anything. His, uh, you know, mom had him when he was 16. Uh, their family was really rough. They were from Russellville, Kentucky uh, during the uh, prohibition years. And uh, he never saw his dad. Um, later, he found out that, uh, you know, uh, his mother's father told him if he showed up, he would kill him. And legitimately, that's probably what he would have done. And um, so he he lived with his grandparents. He didn't live with his half brothers or sisters. Um, and his his grandparents were good people, but tough people, hard. You know, um, his little brother was at the funeral and said, "You know, your dad took some massive beatings." And uh, he just never had anyone believe in him. But there was two different school teachers, Miss Piper and Coach Hunter that did believe in him. He said, I would probably be in jail if uh, I didn't have someone that believed in me. And uh, he said he knew that they believed in him because of how tough they were on him, but they, they let him know that they cared about him. And that's all he needed to, you know, create pride for himself. And later in life, what he did was he dumped into his kids. Like the most important thing on earth was his children. Um, and, you know, still to, to this day, I can tell you that, um, you know, we were fortunate. We were very blessed. And, um, you know, hopefully we can give that back in, in some way. And I think that, uh, I think that, you know, this week I had a realization, just so many people hit me from my dad's past or um, my dad's first career came from being a CPA. And I'm telling you all the story to give you a little bit of background is his first career was to prove all the haters wrong. You know, he literally was told he'd never graduate high school. No one in his family ever graduated high school or college. He did both. He only made below 100% on a CPA exam one time or an accounting test. And so his first career, he thought he needed to be a professional, and he uh, he became an accountant for 25 years. He grew the, the biggest solely owned or wholly owned CPA firm in the state of Kentucky at a time where you couldn't go out and solicit business, Right. But it was because of his personality, because of his passion. And, and uh, that was important to him to be seen as a professional because of how many people told him he couldn't do it, right? And then, um, you know, he sold his business and, and his second career evolved because of my involvement in athletics. We started a basketball camp and that became his, his pride for the last 20 years. And I can tell you the last 20 years, he, he was so happy and full of joy that his second career I know meant more to him than being that that CPA meant something to him from a standpoint of I can do it, right? I can prove everyone wrong. But the second career was so impactful because as I saw, he found so much passion and the the ability to contribute to other people. And there's hundreds and hundreds of uh, people that have educations and and athletes, youth athletes that he helped, um, you know, get college scholarships for. And and I think that uh, that's important to, to understand because he wasn't in it for the money. And, and me and the individual that um, gave the eulogy at his funeral was one of his really you know close friends, sort of as a basketball coach for us at the camps. And he said, you know, so many people have tried to replicate what your dad has done with the blue chip all-stars. He said, but they just can't do it. And I remember we were at the gravesite, and I said, you know why they couldn't? Because you can't fake genuine caring for other people. And I said, he genuinely cared. That's why Blue Chip had 
the culture that it had with so many players and so many players coming back and giving back. He genuinely cared about the kids. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the profession. And I look back on right now, I look at the uh, the game of basketball and it's changed so much. And there's so many people trying to get their hands in the, the coffers and the money. And the reason that I'm saying that is I think it's so synonymous to what we're doing as a company, as a community that I'm so proud of is, is we all have the ability to uh, to be an impact on other people's lives and to show them the way and to give them encouragement and to give them love. And one of the things that's been consistent in my ear through some of my sadness and some of my hurt is hearing individuals say, you know what, your dad loved you. Your dad loved you and your sister. You were his pride and joys. And he used to always call me his pride and joy. And I just thought how powerful that is and how many people need to hear that they have love and they have support. And so I just want to encourage you all to, to continue to lead with your heart. Um, great things are going to happen. I, I truly believe that. And my sister made me this book and it has, it just has like a lot of like letters that he wrote me, um, you know, and different things at different times. And it's pretty amazing uh, when I went through this and then I went through some of my old letters to him. And here's what I want you all to think about. There's a point in time where, Everyone needs to be led. We all need to remember the power of ourselves. And as I read through some of the cards that I wrote him, my dad went through a really rough time, uh, you know, through my mom and dad's divorce and through the transition of, of him selling his firm and some things happened in his life that he was going through some struggles. And I didn't realize like in 2000, 2001, 2002, I was writing him back his own words saying, dad, remember when you told me that, you know, I just wanted to share this thought with you is focus on the things that you want a lot, you know, focus on all the positive things. Remember, we get 100% of the things that we focus on. And I was repeating back to him what he's told me his whole life. And it's kind of funny how everything comes full circle sometimes in life. So remember that as you guys are moving forward and you all are leading other people and leading yourselves is, is none of us should ever be too proud to be led. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for part two in episode 34. And for even more content, connect with Brian on social at Brian Undy.